We've just cast Knights of the Round, so we have just enough time for a podcast on Final Fantasy fans. And welcome back to Fanthropological. My name is Nick G, and today we're going to be talking about fans of the long-running video game series Final Fantasy. Here with me to do that are my two best friends, Nick T. Uh, hey, it's going to take at least a thousand words to bring me to you <laughs> in audio podcast. I tried really hard. I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. Uh, I'm Nick T. Hello, oh everyone. And Nick Z. You can just call me Butts. Or wait, sorry, Barts. That's a deep cut somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> it's going to be oh exclusively deep cuts from Z today. <laughs> and uh, two special guests actually joining us as well on this episode to talk about Final Fantasy. We have Ari of Totally Toasty and at Music on the D-Lo, a.k.a. Danny. Whoa. <laughs> we have a Moogle and Cactuar oh, somewhere over here. Oh, incredible. Right there. Oh, I, I was like, I can see the Moogle. And then I'm like, there's a cac- it's camouflaged. <laughs> <laughs> there's a and there's a there's a uh, oh uh, Luna Freya's back and there's there. Luna she's Freya, <laughs> she's over here, and we also have a Moogle Chocobo hat that I don't know if you guys can see, but it's, it's back just, there. Just the tiniest little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll grab that in a little while, put it on because you know, because you have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you very much for for joining us today. I don't know why you would listen to this podcast or watch this on Twitch if you didn't like Final Fantasy, but just in case you didn't. I'm going to like give us a little bit of data to give everybody a nice little foundation. And uh, In case you're a monster. In case you're a mo- Ooh, we got some strong opinions. <laughs> Best way to start off an episode. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Quick little bit of history and origins about Final Fantasy. It is, of course, a science fiction and fantasy media franchise owned by Square Enix. Despite having... 15 numbered games, 135 million copies of the various games sold, and well over 40 different sequels, spinoffs, and other properties. The game acquired its moniker in 1987 due to the game designer's belief that Square was going to go bankrupt, uh, according to Nobuo Uematsu. Uh, Though most of the numbered games are standalone series in different settings with different characters, there are many recurring plot themes, game mechanics, and character names. For example, plots tend to center on groups of heroes, battling a great evil while exploring the character's internal struggles and relationships. You know, pretty typical RPG fare. Yeah. <laughs> As usual, I looked a little bit into the search data for Final Fantasy. And if I was to ask everybody on the call, do you think Final Fantasy is more or less popular than it was back in 2004? 2004. What game was in 2004? Oh, sorry. To give a little bit of context, 2004 is just as far back as Google Trends data goes. There's nothing else. Oh, okay. There's nothing else special about that. It's not like what game. I mean, for a little bit of context, uh, in 2005, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children came out. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. Cool. Cool. I would think it's more popular now, wouldn't you say? Okay. I don't know. It's hard for me to decide because I feel like with the newer games versus the older games, I feel like a lot of the older fans got kind of polarized, I guess. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I'm not sure what I would say. (laughs) 
Z or G? Thoughts? Yeah. I'm going to say more now because there's more games. Okay. That's it. That's, oh, that's plausible. Yeah. 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 That was my thinking too. Okay. Got the long tail for a lot of the older games. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw a caveat out there that I do not know why mm. any of this data is. I just no- can report on what it is. <laughs> Uh, and there has been a dramatic decrease in the interest in Final Fantasy oh, no. since 2004. Really? Yeah. I mean, Sad. if I was spitballing, it, it could be because there are more games now uh, or there's more RPGs that you could play. You've got like more mm. choice. Mm. But I don't know actually why the data is as it is. I can tell you that the most popular searched Final Fantasy games are 13-2, Dissidia, Brave Exvius, yeah. Lightning Returns 13 and uh, 15. Wait, so 13 and 13, wait, 13 2 and <laughs> Lightning Returns are of the most popular? Uh, just in terms of what people search for. Search. <laughs> okay. Like, ma- sure. I don't know how Google does its methodology. <laughs> for all I know, there's just way more people searching now than there was back in 2004. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I also managed to get some demographics about fans of Final Fantasy. Uh, a user called Tobzin on the Final Fantasy subreddit managed to get almost 5,000 responses. Uh, I think it was a study of depression, of all things. But it gives like a quick little high level of the different fans. I don't know if it's accurate because it's, it's just Reddit. But most of the fans, like 90%, are between 18 and 30 years old. Okay. So that's pretty mm. narrow. Yeah. Most of the respondents were male, about 82%. That's not unusual for a lot of the surveys we find. 95% had four or more years of gaming experience, and over 25% had 16 years of gaming experience. Wow. Half play games three to six hours a day. Oh. And more than 10% play more than 10 hours a day. <laughs> oh my God. More than 10 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. That's a job. That's a job. I mean, yeah. this, the survey doesn't have a lot of additional detail. I'm like, are these people streamers? Yeah. Are they, are they just yeah. like playing a lot? Yeah, that would explain a lot of it. Um, maybe they're marathoning <laughs> Final Fantasy games. And like, I managed to get one done today. And then I can get another one done tomorrow. And then, <laughs> yeah. The last little bit of fast facts that I have talking about Final Fantasy before we can dive into some a little bit more interactive bits. I looked up fanfics on Archive of Our Own. There are over 28,000 fanfics related to the Final Fantasy series. Does anyone want to guess what the most represented characters are? Any of them? Ari, I feel like you'd you'd know. (laughs) I know which ones I've read. (laughs) Okay, all right. It's definitely not Riku and Gipple, but that's what I read. It's probably it's wouldn't you think it's probably like either Titus and Yuna or like I'd guess there's a lot of that. Or like Noct and Prompto. I feel I feel like there's a lot of that. I could see a last seven. Oh seven, yeah. Okay. Oh man. I'd say either seven or ten. It's something it's either from seven or ten. Uh somebody in the chat is calling out Ari. Uh rare pair hell, sorry, Ari. <laughs> I'm glad people know who they are still. Uh, and it looks like uh, SM Zelda <laughs> Rules what counts. has also uh, figured you out. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I know you probably read it too, Sarah. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Momo be rocking that fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else have any guesses? Go once, go twice. <sighs> nope. Yeah, Final Fantasy X seems to loom large <laughs> in people's minds, so I really want to say Titus and Yuna. Okay. Uh, Dan, you come out on. I'm gonna go on Cloud top. and Sephiroth. Oh. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, Dan. Dan is is yes. is the most right in this case. Over 9,000 fics have Noctis, and over 8,300 fics have Prompto, which is like, that's a big, that's a big percentage. Wow. G, you were close. Fifth yeah. and sixth place are Cloud and Sephiroth. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> it only shows like the top six or so characters. No, I don't remember seeing anybody from any Final Fantasies that I know, which means probably no... I, like, I would have recognized 10. There wasn't 10. Whoa. Interesting. Really? None. That's actually shocking. Yeah. 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 Most represented games being uh, XV, or, sorry, 15, at about 14,000 fix, 7 with about 6,000 fix, and 14 with about 13,000 fix. <gasps> 14 represent. Yeah. <laughs> like, big difference, but, like, still number 3. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all I've got for fast facts for information about Final Fantasy. Oh, there's one more statistic to get to, too. Oh, is there? There is. I posted to Paul earlier today. Oh, no. On Twitter. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'd like to reveal the results now. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, the poll I posted was Gunblade. Stupid weapon. Stupidest weapon or other. And <laughs> stupidest weapon okay. uh, takes the day with fifty percent, other thirty-seven percent, and just stupid weapon thirteen <laughs> percent. Did you get responses for other? Uh, no, not not written responses, unfortunately. No. Oh, okay. Who knows just, what they meant? Okay. Probably just a different way of saying stupid. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there you have it. All right. Well, let's talk about things that happened before this episode. Let's talk about. Last week's famous last words, which were before any of us had done the research, we had a bunch of different famous last words. I'm going to start with um, somebody who's actually in the chat right now, SM Zelda Rules, uh, also known as Sarah. Hey. She had asked, and this is to everybody, what is your all-time favorite Final Fantasy song? <laughs> oh, who wants to go first? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I can go, even though I asked the question. Uh Okay, well, let's hear it. Okay. Sure. I'm probably the least of a fan of Final Fantasy in this room. I've only played six bits of Tactics and probably watched bits of, of 10 and 10-2. Yeah. And that being said, I think my favorite song is probably Real Emotion from Final Fantasy 10-2. Bravo. <laughs> it, is, it is probably the least Final Fantasy-like, but too bad. That's my pick. No, that's fair. That's an interesting one. I feel like nobody picks that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be take, in a bad Take way. that as you will. <laughs> take that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's unique. I like it. And I love that song. So, yay. I think for me, yeah. mine would be To Xanarkin because it was the first Final Fantasy song I had ever heard ever. Um, and my first Final Fantasy game ever. So it has a very special place in my heart. <laughs> That's reasonable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know, I mean, I knew you were going to say that. But... <laughs> I know, it's expected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprising. For me, I don't know. Um, 
I feel like I feel like I should know. Do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you need a little more time? A I, I did a whole freaking I did a whole freaking presentation on. Yeah, give me a give me a little bit more time. Who has an answer? <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn this to Momo. Hey Momo. Hey. Hey. What's your favorite? <laughs> oh, she's already got it answered. Uh, Eternity, Memory of Light Waves. Oh, it's my favorite title. I don't know how the song goes, but I love it. Also in the chat, Riley Coyote, my fave is You're Not Alone in Final Fantasy IX. I cried and was nine. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. Can all of them be my favorite? Can all of them? I can't believe you're not saying Terra's theme. Well, that no, that was the first one that came to mind. I, the first one that came to mind was Terra's theme, and like, but at the same time, I also really like you know the Chocobo theme. <laughs> it's just a good ass tune. That's true. Classic. And it's in like every. It's in every one. That's why they keep going back to it because it's so good. You know. <laughs> but but yeah, so I'd say, I'd either say. The Chocobo theme in all of its iterations, or Terra's theme, or Terra's theme, <laughs> yeah, like at least fifteen different pieces, or exactly. just Terra's theme, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, one, one or the other, yeah, oh boy, <laughs> one or the fifteen other, <laughs> oh boy, oh my goodness. So, as one Final Fantasy game makes my, like, top two games ever and none of the other ones do, it's not going to come as a huge surprise <laughs> that my favorite is uh, Aria de Mezzo Caratere, the opera song from FF6. Oh, I actually yeah, get chills yeah. listening to it. And that doesn't happen to me with a lot of video game music. And then, there's a close second, maybe Dancing Mad. But Okay. <laughs> so, six in general. Just six in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just play the whole soundtrack, yes. and I'll be yeah. I'll be wrapped with attention. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, do I have news for you at the end of the episode, G? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm actually kind of happy that Ari mentioned at Xanarkin because Epic Film Guys, one of our uh, people in the chat last episode, had said at Xanarkin is the greatest Final Fantasy song ever written. <laughs> debate. I think that debate has been settled. Yeah, it's settled. Yeah, it's just done. It's, really it's good. done. <laughs> Everybody listen to Ari. It's done. Done yeah. and done. <laughs> yeah. We kept Zia. Um, Z? What? Did I? Who? You... What? Yeah, you told yeah. me. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> no, At least I'm in. cutting off the, the core cast instead of the guest this time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to dig deep. I've got to say Clash of the Big Bridge. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's another game. Yeah, that one's dope. A yeah. Huge moment in Final Fantasy V. Yeah. What else we got here? Uh, some other famous last words. Mm-hmm. Open to anybody to answer. G had asked, what is it that has endured about Final Fantasy VII compared to Final Fantasy VI? Mm-hmm. Do you want to tackle that now, or do you want to bring that into the discussion later? Um, I'll tell you why. People... Oh, ooh, never mind. Forget <laughs> you, G. Let's do it, yeah. Because <laughs> people, wow. people are dumb as <laughs> all right? Oh, hey, oh, never mind. Kindred <laughs> spirit <over here>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because six. Six is obviously the superior game. People <laughs> are <And laughs> well, not gonna like. The, well, I mean, hey, seven's cool. Seven's cool, but come on, six, yo. You didn't come onto this podcast to make friends. No, no. <laughs> I true. mean, Momo's already my friend, so. <laughs> I mean, not for very much longer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> 
I mean, is there? I, I've sort of perceived it from the outside. I'm not very deep in the in the FF community, but is there like a specific six v seven beef? I would think it's really because of things like Advent Children, mm-hmm. because like there was all this other stuff that happened with seven, like after seven came out. Like that, I think was one of the first games they did that with. Like they they did that. Well, probably that came the, out way later. Yeah, but I mean, but I think that's why they keep kind of rebooting it, and they kept kept making more like things attached to that game that they didn't do with six. Maybe that's because when six came out, it was like the last vestige of the Super Nintendo. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's not on 3D. You can't go back to an older version of 3D and make it better because it wasn't. It was the sprites. Yeah. That might also be why Chrono Trigger is never coming back. <laughs> it's already it's already perfect, T. It's already perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's fine. Everybody's getting really upset at this podcast. I don't That's know if okay. this is a good idea. Yeah. I hope we create some controversy. <laughs> well, I did, you know, despite the beef, I still tried to kind of get to the root of it. And one of the things... It's, it's a lot earlier on in time and, and in technology, obviously, but it's the earliest Final Fantasy that looks similar to the way games look today. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, when you go from today to cross back over to, like, like sprites on a 2D map, then I feel like there's something that happens. Like, like a lot of people have with black and white movies. Yeah. Right? There's, like, kind of a barrier there because it's not quite what you're used to. So I feel like 7, even though the, the graphics are a lot more preliminary, <laughs> it has the same shape as a game of today. Yeah, I totally agree. Also, it was the first one on PlayStation, and Final Fantasy is still on PlayStation, so... It's accessible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Not to beat a dead horse. <laughs> I heard. I remember hearing people yeah, yeah. be like, like, oh, I can't even play 6 because it's, the graphics are just obnoxious. And it's like, <sighs> but you got, ah, uh, you know, stupid. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Makes my blood boil. I know. I know. <laughs> and one thing I thought was super interesting that I like to like read more about post this episode is a lot of people criticized FF7 because the way the skill system worked and the way the magic worked wasn't complex enough for some people. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get that. It seemed actually very similar to Sixes with slight tweaks. Yeah. yeah. But it maybe is a more accessible version of FF. Sure. Yeah. Because it, it's not too complicated with weird skill systems and stuff like that so maybe that attract a lot of people yeah like it was a lot of people's first final fantasy but anyone could be someone's first final fantasy yeah so like i i understand it but it's not the correct opinion <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> okay <All right. laughs> well z had some words that kind of kind of touched on that as well uh, or it seemed similar on the face of it the people who came into the Final Fantasy world long after the Super Nintendo, do they go back and play old games, and do they like it? Yes, we do. <laughs> well, I hope your information concurs with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, ab- absolutely. We have the answer, yeah. Like, short answer, yes, they do. And those that don't tend to be curious enough to ask, you know, where should I start? Should I jump into? And it seems like the people giving the advice are uh, fairly aware of what people you know played 10 11 13 15 might be expecting from a final fantasy game so they tend to recommend six or four or five yeah that's fair (laughs) yeah but like i didn't find any 
long articles or big forum threads about like you know why should i even bother going back to play these old games that like don't have the cool 3d graphics i'm used to or the complex um battle systems or magic systems that are in these newer games you know why bother i didn't come across any of that i just came across a lot of people who were curious about these older games and where they should start cool okay i'd asked in last episode why is it still called final fantasy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not very it's kind of like a never-ending story huh (laughs) that story ended it's over (laughs) it's like it's like the land before time we do not need 27 whatever lands before i mean they must have caught up to time by now yeah you would think you'd think so you'd think so (laughs) the the land before time ends with the meteor coming (laughs) (laughs) and then then the word time just appears on the screen oh poor ducky poor little foot (laughs) <laughs> is it still have they not had children has it not been passed yeah. off to their like are we still, still the same character probably i mean yeah. i don't know I'm gonna go- I'm gonna that's the that, oh, that's shoot. the famous last word for this that's one episode? <laughs> yeah, apparently I, apparently sm zelda rules has us beat there was a movie with a meteor what and she says oh, don't what? ask me why i know That's no good. The series dinosaurs. Oh. So, but wait, is that is that how it ends, or is that just like? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it, it could be like there's movie. there's a meteor coming if we run to this high mountain or something. Yeah, the high mountain. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! Uh, Land before time seven, the stone of cold seven. fire. It does not end there. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to try to take this uh, phantom train and put it back on the rails with the suplex. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, man. Actually, there's one other set of famous OS words from one of the people in the chat. Tengu Maru said, uh, you son of a submariner is a good Final Fantasy famous last word. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's not a question. But, uh, yeah. They wrote a question mark. Oh. <laughs> That's That's how language works, right? Well, okay. I mean, might have been uncertainty. Yeah, it's good. Kafka's got some pretty, okay. pretty classic lines. <laughs> okay. Let's just dive into the general discussion. Whoa. I'm going to throw a question in there to Dan and Ari. Yes. How did you get into Final Fantasy in the first place? Take it away, Ari. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was probably about 10 or 11 years old, and I personally didn't have any gaming systems. My parents did not want us to have those in the house. But my best friend at the time, her older brother, had a PlayStation, and he was playing Final Fantasy X, of course, and we were very intrigued by this. I honestly don't even know why, but suddenly we took over his PlayStation, and the poor guy wasn't able to play basically ever again, so... <laughs> oh, jeez. We played for like 24 hours a day at one point. It was crazy. We loved it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, how did I get in? Is that where this goes now? Yep. Okay. You know, it was with my brother, because I have an older brother, he's four years older than I am, and so when I was, I, I don't know, he, I must have been like probably eight or something like that, and he was like 12, and he started like really getting into Final Fantasy. He really got into Final Fantasy VI, which was Final Fantasy three here, if you all remember, and, oh boy, yeah. mm-hmm. and it, it was actually pretty funny, because Back in the day when there were, you know, it wasn't a blockbuster. It was like a mom and pop version of a blockbuster. 
a video rental store. Um, and he used to rent Final Fantasy 3 from there every week for like six months or something like that. And they finally were just like, take it. Just take it. <laughs> and so, Whoa. Yeah. They gave it to you? <laughs> yeah. They gave it to us. That's because, amazing. because, but like, wow. but yeah, I mean, I, how I got into like any game was just like, watching my brother play whatever because like he was you know i mean any of those games weren't two player so i mean we played stuff like sonic together you know when you could you know you could be tails and just fall off the screen the entire time you know (laughs) so and not affect what the actual action is going on but uh yeah he just used to play it a bunch and i just watched and so final fantasy 6 is very near and dear to my heart because that's like what i like for months if not years of my life you know was sitting just sitting next to my brother on the couch watching him play you know that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> i think i picked ff3 up used i think still mad that i was never able to find the instruction manual i know i had it but immediately lost it <laughs> not like oh i wish i knew where i put this when i was a kid like two days after i got the game i don't know where i put it <laughs> ever <laughs> Like, I literally don't remember how I came in possession. Like, I don't really have a story. I just remember playing FF3 and it being really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know which one I would have even started with. I just know that it would have been uh, emulated. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Shout out to Zohar's Domain. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, you, you, you betcha. You beat me to that. <laughs> I don't have much of a story as far as Final Fantasy goes. I also watched my brother play the game. The difference is I watched my younger brother play the game. Oh. <laughs> I also remember watching your younger brother play the game. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. We had an old TV in the basement, and we had, like, a computer and the TV, and we would, like, do things like play Smash Brothers to decide who got to use what. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, yeah. And I just remember he would be playing that and I would be like, maybe doing homework, maybe doing homework on the computer. (laughs) And he would be going through Final Fantasy X and I'd just be like, just really amazed by it. It's like, oh, and you use uh, Hastega or Speed or whatever it was called in that version. Yeah. It's like, then, then you would be able to like adjust the order and all of a sudden like the big boss would be behind and it's like, oh (laughs) yeah. Uh Uh Oh, you need to attack like the enemy on the left because it it casts the reflect and once you do the reflect it's like or it's like there's a zombie dragon just give it a revive and then it's dead and you're like what <laughs> ari knows all about that oh yeah yeah <laughs> bringing back some memes <laughs> but like i don't think i played final fantasy until like i would have been hanging out with nick g or until like university i whipped out like a game boy advance emulator and someone's oh. like oh you've got to play final fantasy tactics oh <laughs> sure like, nope. okay and i'm like yes this is great ah. no it's great <laughs> love tactics games <laughs> but not so much the the same love story that many or in the case of g the same i forgot the instruction story <laughs> all right so here's my question okay how do you go from liking a final fantasy game to liking Final Fantasy. Is it just love of Chocobo's Moogles and guys named Sid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Ari? I'm being volunteered. Um, 
I think for me, especially coming off of playing 10 first, and then almost immediately when my friends and I finished the game, 10-2 was released, it was like a very just seamless, oh. like, one to the other, um, which was interesting because I feel like that's also the first time Final Fantasy really did that, like, sequel thing, and we yeah. got to live it, like, firsthand, and so we were almost like, well does every game have a sequel? And so we just got really <laughs> intrigued and found out which ones we wanted to play next. And yeah, it just kind of went from there. I think for us, though, it was really like that really strong storytelling and connection to the characters is what like really hooked us. And we were so young, like you're very like perceptible to that kind of thing, emotional yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. So so for yeah. you, it was more like the, the storytelling and then that... Mm-hmm just kind of branched out yeah okay that's reasonable <laughs> i think it's a lot of the just the recurring th- themes you know what i mean like it's partly a story thing and it's partly like you're getting similar characters every time you have you know you you have this like kind of similar story in each one right don't you say it's like it's similar they have a similar arc i think so it's my opinion anyway Um, my point is my point is is i think that like every one you get a little bit of what you loved about the one you played before it you know what i mean and part of that i think is like moogles and chocobos and and tom berries and cactuars and you know and uh, you know all of those things like and you and i think part of it too is like you know the enemies are almost always like the same but it's like you get to see a yeah, different I think take. That's what we really loved about fifteen is yeah. it had all those elements of an old Final Fantasy, but you're seeing it in a completely yeah. new way. Yeah, we were actually just talking about that. Yeah, like, yeah. Weeks well, yeah, we were because we're we're right now in fifteen. We're I mean we're past the end of the game, so we're just going through all these like epically long dungeons. Oh wow! And <laughs> and just like you get to see just all of these monsters that you know from earlier games and stuff and it's like oh that's so cool how they reimagined that monster for this world and everything i think it's because you get you get a bit of a different story but you get the things that you love from the games that preceded it right i'm trying to remember what i don't know about final fantasy which is a lot Um, (laughs) sounds difficult yeah it sounds it's very difficult um 15 is the one where you're remembering back to the previous Final Fantasies where you drive around in a car and like yeah. starve to eat, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, just checking. Whoa. You're like eating like cup of noodles because you can't afford good food. Uh-huh. You're camping. Well, and it's, and it's, <laughs> it's Gladio's favorite food. So, you know. With shrimp. With shrimp. <laughs> exactly. Oh, stupid egg. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I think, the cool thing about 15 is just that there's so much nostalgia packed into that game. Like, you know, they even have, like, when you're at, like, a store getting, like, armor and weapons and everything, they have the little sprites that, like, if you're on something that's, like, can, you know, be used for knocked, there's the little sprite doing doing that and everything. (laughs) Incredible. So it's it's really cool because they they take all of these things that people really enjoyed about all the earlier games and kind of pack it in there. Mm-hmm. Kind of talking about that that nostalgia and thinking back over the many different Final Fantasies that there have been. Are there parts of like either the game series or the fandom that are like super contentious? 
like aside from Final Fantasy VII and VI. <laughs> I'm like Pretty asking this question. I'm like, wait, yeah. wait a second. Let's just set that aside for a second. <laughs> are there parts that you think are contentious? Why am I the one? Because, because, <laughs> because. You go first. You're the one talking. Oh yeah. Well, I do like to do that. <laughs> I like to delegate. <laughs> like the games themselves, the fandom itself, or or like in fandom in general, or just kind of like anything that's. Con- I mean, like I feel like when people are, you know, they get upset about things. It's stuff like what character ends up with who, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like okay, yeah, like ships. Yeah, exactly. So it's like people were being like no riku and titus should have been together (laughs) (laughs) okay well i I hadn't this wasn't about ship wars uh apologies if your ship is not represented but i feel like that's a contentious aspect of it right yeah without knowing a a lot about the newer games sure I, i think probably my knowledge extends to like maybe 10 and then it disappears but I, I was just wondering about, for example, in, I think it was 13, where folks were like, ah, we're playing Hallway Simulator. Oh, 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 okay, Ooh. sure, sure. Like, are there moments in the fandom that you can think of that are kind of like that, where people were like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this? I know definitely when 11 launched, because that was like the first online, like, multiplayer Final Fantasy, a lot of my friends were kind of like, ooh, like... <laughs> what is this? Why are they delving into this world? This is not Final Fantasy. Like, how dare they? And I feel like a lot of that kind of still has gone on, especially with 14 and even with 15 people are kind of like, oh, Final Fantasy is giving it up for the money. Like, they're just pumping out (laughs) games to like adhere to the masses. Yeah. If that counts as a... No, no, I think it does. I mean, yeah, no, 13. I will stand by 13. I really enjoyed 13. Hey, chat, if you're listening, listen, <laughs> listen, because 13, no. 13 is cool, man. It was a good game. I didn't mind it. Like, I I can see that there were aspects of that, but like any of that, I feel was so outnumbered by the things that I really enjoyed about the game. You know, 13, two was kind of a kind of goofy, but hmm. <laughs> I feel like. I don't know, like, intimately for sure, but I feel like one thing that, you know, all Final Fantasy fans can agree on is how good The Spirits Within was. <laughs> I'll have you know, I watched that movie on a plane ride to Paris with my grandmother, and I was Wait, like... did she watch it too? No, I think she fell asleep. But I was like... <laughs> and so did everyone. Mm-hmm. at the time, and I was like, sucked in. <laughs> And then I remember going to Blockbuster and renting it like seven thousand. I never times. saw that one, but like, is that the one that had nothing to do with Final Fantasy? Pretty much, basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> actually, they mention it in Life is Strange. Oh, do they? Yeah. I remember it coming out, mm-hmm. and I was super excited. It's like there's going to be a Final Fantasy movie. And it just it's it doesn't relate remotely to anything that's that was ever called no. Final Fantasy up to that point. <laughs> And because of that, I was really bored with it. So, is there like, are the characters in it not Final Fantasy characters? Do they just like make up? It's almost like it's trying to be its own, like Final Fantasy kind of, uh-huh. like completely new yeah. world and characters and problems. Still, kind of had like the 
ecological themes yeah. that Final Fantasy yeah. VII did. Yeah. But, I mean, none of the characters or settings from Final Fantasy VII were there. It was completely different. <laughs> I, I have this vivid memory of it. Like, we were walking around somewhere that had videos. And I saw that. I was like, oh, Ari, Final Fa- there's a Final Fantasy? And you're like, no. Has absolutely nothing to do with that. <laughs> a couple of facts about Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Okay, it was the first photorealistic computer animated feature film, and remains the most expensive video game inspired film of all time. What? <laughs> and listen, to this I did not know this when I watched it in two thousand one, when I was fifteen. Features the voices of Ming Na Wen, Alec Baldwin, Donald Sutherland, James Woods, Ving Rhames, Perry Gilpin, and Steve Buscemi. What? Ah, Steve, what? what? Why? Not a bad cast. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I think I need to watch this because he auditioned. <laughs> that's why, right? <laughs> he said yes. <laughs> the film has been called a box office bomb and is blamed for the demise of Square Pictures. Oh, Square Pictures. <laughs> Okay. They wanted to extend into movies, and they got their ass whipped with the first one. You know, the, the see, but the stupid thing about that is, it seems like so odd. So, who did Advent Children then? Not them. Uh, I'm gonna guess Sony Entertainment, but that's just a random guess. I like, think you're right. It's a good guess. Like to me, wouldn't that be like the obvious thing to do? Like, let's pick people, like characters that people know and love, and plop them in. And yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be FF set like an FF seven movie when it was first announced because that's the the game that was out, but they decided to go in a different direction. They sure did. <laughs> the, the answer is uh, visual works. Most of its work is video game related. They've done a lot of video game cutscenes. Okay, okay, including Final Fantasy seven, Xenogears, Parasite Eve. And many other Final Fantasies. Yep, a lot of that. <laughs> okay. So it was basically just a bunch of cutscenes, is what we watched. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You got more Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wasn't that kind of the issue that people had with the 15 one? What is that called? Kingsglaive. Kingsglaive. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Kingsglaive. It was enjoyable. It helped kind of know what was going on when you were playing 15, but... There were parts of it that were kind of cutsceney, <laughs> kind of kind of video gamey. All right, <laughs> this is meant to be a particularly pointed question, and I'm absolutely ready to be wrong. But <laughs> this is my perception as a grumpy old Final Fantasy fan. I feel like I have to explain. Oh no, Peter Gabriel Genesis. Like, oh no, the the old Final Fantasies, you know, pre six or whatever. <laughs> but beyond Final Fantasy X, are there playable characters who are adults? No this well gladio is definitely an adult mm-hmm. so is ignis i mean prompto and noct are supposed to be like what 19 or something 20 well not they all grow young well, hopefully mm. no spoilers hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i'm really sorry sorry sarah um anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, anyway uh well i mean okay wait playable characters is that the question yes after 10 do you mean like playable characters as adults because you're like facing adult problems or yeah what are you getting (laughs) like isn't isn't one of them in (laughs) fantasy 10 too no 
like okay, my perception having not played them i will underline having not played them is all the main okay, characters totally. just seem to be teenagers sure but isn't like every adventure have like a teenager in it <laughs> like a young person yeah, yeah. Uh... i mean I immediately think of Tales of Symphonia, where there are at least like three characters who are maybe twenty-five to thirty-five, uh, maybe even forty. Sure. So, but I th- yeah, I think that's you know, I, I feel like a, a lot of games, and just like in stories in general, usually like if it's an adventure, you're dealing with a young person. You don't, you know, most people don't. You know, mm-hmm. it's not not typically that you're dealing with an <laughs> older person. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I think it just goes along with kind of the theme of that. But yeah, I mean, in 15, there's a spoiler-free part that you get to to be... (laughs) I feel really bad now. (laughs) I don't think anybody noticed. There's nothing about it in the chat. (laughs) Are we in a safe space outside of the That's right. That's right. But yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. I feel like, yes, most of them are young people. Like, I'm deliberately being a little cheeky, but I think, like, it's... <laughs> so what would you like to see? Would you like to see a Final Fantasy yeah, see, with, with, uh, I'm... with somebody you can... Well, it's like Bioshock. We play as yeah. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, like... but I was, that's what I was thinking. Booker's an adult. He's not, like, coming of age. Yeah, he's not coming of age. You can just play Bioshock. That's the only game you can <laughs> or or Tingle's Rosy Ruby Land or Tingle's uh. Balloon Trip of Love. You know? I mean, the honest part is, like, I'm not really playing the newer Final Fantasy, so it's not important what I want to see. And I'm just wondering, is it like, has the fan base moved younger at all? Do you think? Do you think it's reflected in the audience of the mm-hmm. game? Hmm. That's a different question. It seems. I just came out of a different angle. <laughs> SM <laughs> <laughs> Zelda rules in the chat. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, old men only, and F- Final Fantasy 17, <laughs> old women only. Please cast Betty White. Yes, uh, let's do that. G, you need to get your Final Fantasy 6 epic out there, and then we'll start on Final Fantasy 17. Yes, go. There we go. New TV show coming to Netflix this fall. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a sequel to Spirits Within. Everybody's old now. <laughs> Spirits Without. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Spirits Within Retirement Homes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know where this is going, so I'm going to throw it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. That's. I mean, that's welcome. usually how welcome everybody. Um, yeah, that was that's that's good. I like that. So. Dan and I, you happen to be in the company of folks that know something about Final Fantasy. Uh, even if in my case, it's not very much, but it's something we can talk about it. We can be like, oh, Chocobos, Mo- Moogles, Cactuars. I know what those are. Um, what do you wish that... <laughs> yeah, right over <laughs> uh, What do you wish that folks knew about Final Fantasy and its fans who are not fans of Final Fantasy? Maybe they're just like gamers who somehow have never played a Final Fantasy game, or maybe for lack of a better word, they're like uh, normies. Is a different way. Yeah. We call them lost souls. Lost souls. <laughs> what do you wish that they knew about fans of Final Fantasy or about the game series? I think for me, I guess I'll put it this way. I switched for my job. I switched stores where I work at. And so 
I'm getting to know all these new people and they're asking me what I do for fun and all that and I'm explaining cosplay and that I love Final Fantasy because of course that comes up and they're asking me what that is and I'm telling them it's obviously a video game and they want to know more about it and I always come back to that it's kind of like I guess you could say like the one that kind of set this precedent of what like an epic RPG kind of is I guess you could say yeah maybe or at least like one of the major franchises that has such a big history within video game history mm. if that makes more sense I guess yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's why a lot of people hear about it but may not necessarily play it and they want to know more or whatever I lost my train of thought no there. no I think that's I think that's good <laughs> And I guess, too, with the fans, like, it doesn't even stop at the video game. Like, there's so much more to this fandom. There's, like, the whole music side with, like, forms of people recreating the music or making their own, like, Final Fantasy-sounding music. And the fanfics and the art and obviously the cosplay. Like, there's just so much, like, Final Fantasy culture. And I think that's something that was really unique back in the day when you first got into this sort of stuff. Like, yeah. it was already out there to find, I guess. I don't know if that makes Well, yeah, no, I think I think it's it comes down to it just being, like, such a pervasive, influential mm-hmm. part of, like, video game history. Like, I feel like, at least for me, and I mean, in this, and I'm obviously a little biased, but I feel like every, like, RPG I've ever played past final fantasy a lot of them feel a little bit like final fantasy you know what i mean they just like they have kind of a a similar layout and a similar you know like i think they're obviously affected by that franchise you know and so i think just you know people knowing that especially if they're into games at all knowing how much probably stuff that they enjoy now has been affected by what came before it you know that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i will always remember uh when pokemon was exploding over here in like the yeah. late 90s and a lot of my younger cousins were getting into it they're like oh this pokemon game it's so crazy you're like this little character walking around this world and sometimes you get into these random fights and the screen changes <laughs> and then you're in a battle and i'm like that's what final fantasy has already been doing for a while now. yeah yeah exactly uh-huh. and exactly just like final what <laughs> I think, I mean, even saying that, I mean, I think that's what drew me to, to like, when I was, when I was that age, I was really into Pokemon, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think that what drew me to it, it was like, oh, this is an RPG that I can play by myself, you know, yeah. on a Game Boy. It's like, I don't have to like share yeah. it with my brother, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I, I remember being like, oh, this is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can use fire to like kill things that are grass like oh yeah that's similar to you know to final fantasy like how you know various elements will affect other elements and all that mm-hmm. well i know this is the same company but that's how i feel like a lot of us got into kingdom hearts is we were like final fantasy characters in a disney game like yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> and i know like for a fact like my younger cousin who's a gamer she learned a final fantasy from just playing kingdom hearts and she's like who are these weirdos who are in these disney worlds like oh this is a whole nother thing <laughs> so it's pretty interesting <laughs> that's when you're like well you see xenohart came to, uh, no i don't i don't know anything 
No. Uh, <laughs> gee, you were going to say something that was impactful. Yes, yeah. Uh, kind of opposite to what you were saying, Z. I feel like Final Fantasy is like the Kleenex of JRPGs in that if I'm like, oh, I was playing this JRPG, and people are like, what? I'm like, you know, like a Final Fantasy game. People are like, oh, okay, I get it. Uh. <laughs> it's like the template, Jared the blueprint Brent. for, yeah, for yeah. what a JRPG a is. And, and I think it is for me, too. Like, that's, I think of RPGs like that, like how much they are similar to or differ from Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like how they work. Mm-hmm. SM Zilla Rules also has a question. What's everyone's thoughts on Dirge of Cerberus? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Is that is that the <laughs> is that the fourteen one? Got some thoughts. No, what is that? Uh, it is it's, it is one of the, like the seven Vincent Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what is it? Yeah. It's related to Final Fantasy Seven. Oh. Yeah. What's the new thing for fourteen called? Oh, <laughs> it's not even remotely the same. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I I don't know. I cannot. I have nothing to say about it. Ari would have more, if anything. This is one I actually haven't played. I've only watched the cutscenes on oh, wow. YouTube because I really because that's I what you love like the characters. <laughs> so I can only comment story wise, and I appreciated that. I love getting to learn more about our characters, seeing where they end up or like their past stories. So for me, that's where my appreciation for that really stemmed from. Beyond that, I'm sorry. Cool. I'm just going to add a little bit of Wikipedia on here. Because right. yeah, yeah. anybody <laughs> yeah, has a play. Yeah. Dirge of Cerberus Final Fantasy VII is an action role-playing third-person shooter. Oh. So it's different in the sense that I it battles occur in real time. The HUD displays information such as Vincent's hit points, because that's the, the protagonist you're going through with, including hit points and magic points. The action is viewed from an over-the-shoulder perspective similar to Resident Evil 4, though you can switch to a first-person perspective if you wish. Dude, we should play this. Interesting. <laughs> the first thing that I thought of when I started reading about this was Nier Automata, but that's only because I've just been playing the crap out of that. And you just <laughs> talked to Sarah, who only talks about Nier. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're, we all know how this goes. It's fine. <laughs> this really reminds me of that that Mortal Kombat action game they released based around Sub-Zero. Does anybody remember that oh, game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so- oh. I also never played it, but I remember Sub-Zero that. Sub-Zero was the protagonist, and you're like finding your way through mm-hmm. ninjas and stuff. It was kind of weird. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think anyone who was a fan of Mortal Kombat wanted that game, so it kind of uh, <laughs> fell by the wayside. But yeah, It was somebody's great idea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's one person's favorite game. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're like, man, people really need to dig into the character of Sub Zero. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we really need to know where Sub Zero comes from. <laughs> He's like an iceberg, everybody. That's right. We're only seeing ten percent. Right. Oh, That's no. right. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got a what I, I hope is a pretty quick question. Dan and Ari, is there anywhere online where like Final Fantasy or anywhere in general where Final Fantasy fans kind of get together to talk about Final Fantasy? Ooh. See, I was like a big convention. Well, <laughs> I was more in like the online Final Fantasy communities mm-hmm. when I was very young, like those forums. I'm trying to even remember all of their names, but now I'm not too much into that. But I find that Facebook groups are really fun for that. <laughs> yeah? Okay. 
I'm in a bunch of like the cosplay ones and I really love the Final Fantasy cosplay um, group on Facebook. Everyone's just really supportive and just there to like geek out and share Final Fantasy cosplays and oftentimes in the comments it goes through like if you're stuck on part of a game or like oh I remember this costume from this part or whatever (laughs) so it's really fun to like interact with people in such an instant way versus before back in the day when it was like oh I'm going to write my response and wait like two days (laughs) (laughs) and finally someone's replied (laughs) back in ye olde ye olde this whole tear online ari would know better than i would but i mean i I think sorry to cut you off yeah fine i do think what's interesting now that we've been getting back into this convention scene and obviously that's where we met you nick at magfest this year (laughs) um magfest was such a great experience to meet up with like true diehard final fantasy fans i don't think i've ever experienced that level of like the fandom that we're into at any other convention before so that was really an incredible experience and to have it like in person and not online was even more fun yeah i think what was cool about that was that like if we go to like a normal con and you (laughs) and and, like a normal con (laughs) yeah like i don't know let's just say like asin or like even c2 or even like c2e2 or something and you wear like a final fantasy cosplay the amount of people who come up to you it's like yeah they they some people know but like at magfest like everybody knew you yeah, know you can be cosplaying something totally underground that like only like old diehard fans would know what the heck you're even from i mean even just that like we <laughs> saw know. several terras at magfest whoa wow there's you and there was there were lots there was of a few, yeah a few more there was <laughs> and a few tons more. of kefkas yeah i was like tracking them oh, down <laughs> or there was the group cosplaying from final fantasy one yeah that was awesome if that was at ace and no everybody be like, oh, who's that yeah. you know <laughs> oh, I'm, thir- I'm 13 i'm going to a con <laughs> 13 year olds you're on notice <laughs> and i'm not 13 <laughs> I know that we pick on 13-year-olds, but, like, we were those 13-year-olds. Yeah, once. We were once 13. <laughs> once. That's over. But oh, yeah. we all discovered Final Fantasy when we were around the age of 13. Oh, right. Grumble, grumble, Give grumble. Take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're important yeah. years. They're, They're formative years. That's why I played FF6. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Quick plug from the the chat: SM Zelda Rules mentions KupoCon, which is a Final Fantasy specific one day convention that has events in different places. I know there's one in Toronto, there's one in Vancouver, there's one in the UK somewhere, probably London. That makes sense, right? I want to go so bad. <laughs> no, we really want to go. We were discussing going, but then we had to move and start figuring out wedding stuff, and so it's like <laughs> <laughs> maybe this year. Yeah. Because we'll be married by then. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It'll, it could be our first married con. Oh. Marriage yeah. con. Something to remember, yeah. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Marriage con. <laughs> Marriage con 2018. It'll be Ari and Mr. Ari. Yeah, Ari. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so, 
there's a lot of different like facets to Final Fantasy. So if you meet someone in the wild who's a Final Fantasy fan, but you find out that you're fans of like different sets of games, and it's like, is it like two ships passing in the night, or does that not happen? Does it? Does everybody kind of play a lot of them? I'd say for the most part, at least the people who I know, they've played multiple Final Fantasy games. Where like the rift happens sometimes is like. Especially, like, the Final Fantasy fifteen thing, I feel like some people are like, ah, no. Where others are like, oh my god, what are you talking about? It's the best. So it's like little things like that, or if Final Fantasy seven is your favorite or not, or... Yeah. Some people really hate ten, and I don't get it. Ha 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 ha. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I uh, if you wanted to pick on it, dodging lightning bolts a thousand times or a hundred <laughs> times, that's to get one of the yeah. ultimate weapons. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's like being really picky, though. I was even grumpier then because I remember playing Final Fantasy X when it came out and it was I'd gone for like 15 minutes and I pressed A once or something. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I just put it down and I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I like to play it now. I like to play a lot of the Final Fantasies I miss now, but then I was like, no. <laughs> what is this? Thankfully, it was someone else's game and not mine. <laughs> Man, I have more things to tell you after the show. <laughs> I'm excited. Boy, oh boy. Secret things. They're not secret. I'm pretty sure I've said them before. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what other questions have you guys got? Did I get opinions on the Gunblade from you two? Ooh. Oh, on the Gunblade. What do you think, Pi? I liked the Gunblade. <laughs> I used to have a necklace of one somewhere. That's right. Over there. A what? Oh. Yeah, and I don't even remember what con that was. I bought a necklace and it had the little Gunblade. I used to wear it to school. I feel like that wouldn't be allowed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Gun, what, the Gunblade is what? Nine? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm on a thing about being a fan. Whoa. <laughs> well, you should know a bit about the Gunblade because we can edit that out. One based- oh yeah. Okay. Well, like you know, it's cool. Can't hate on it. It's no stupider than any of the other blades. I mean, like, I mean, Cloud's Buster Sword. That's a good example. Okay. Bigger than he is, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Could anybody actually hold that? No. Nobody like Riku's thief blades. As much as I love them, they're just like. (laughs) There are there. (laughs) I I would not be. Everything's on a stupid even plane. Okay, (laughs) some are a little more stupid. Some are a little less stupid. Maybe we can call the gun blade the median point. Okay, you know. Mm. Okay. Maybe related to your like stupidity scale about how silly things are. (laughs) Okay. Like, I think of Final Fantasy X, just using this as an example, is like the point in the Final Fantasy series where it's like, we're moving towards less Western, like more anime-esque style. And I'm not saying that that's where the weapons got more ridiculous, because I think there's a couple of iterations where you've got like, I think Ivalis in 12? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Where you've got like a very Western, like steampunk kind of uh-huh. world. Totally. And mm-hmm. earlier than that, you couldn't tell because they were sprites. <laughs> I think there's kind of like that demarcation point where it's like the series could like get really stylistic and maybe go a little bit crazy with the weapons. And before that, it wasn't possible to do so. Okay, case in point Waka throws a ball at people. 
okay. a beach ball. Yeah. <laughs> More specifically. Yeah. I mean, come, come on. You know what? Sets her through cards at people. Yeah. And dice. Realm yeah. used a paintbrush. Yeah. See? It's all a little That's stupid. Like It's fantasy. Exactly. It's true. It's true. Actually, I think Waff is our strongest character on our weekly of 10 right yeah, now. Yeah, he's pretty great. <laughs> Him and that ball. Yeah. Only thing that can take down flying monsters. You just need to, like, at the beginning of the game, get jet shot, and then uh, you're good. There you That's go. That's what I've been told. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just, like, talk to all the NPCs, one of them gives it to you, and hey, there you go. You win all the games. No more boots <laughs> ball for you. You just win. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Some Zelda rules says Waka was my weakest in what I perceive to be a very aggressive tone. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Riku's her strongest. Riku's always nice. Yeah, just a hunch. Yeah. If she's anything like Ari, Riku's her strongest. (laughs) I feel like there'd be a very strong likelihood of it being like Riku, Yuna, and uh, is it Lulu? Yeah. Yeah, Lulu. Lulu's yeah, usually black my magic strongest. Yeah. I think she's badass. Yeah, yeah Lulu's, Lulu's pretty dope. <laughs> Mine might actually be Riku, Lulu, Yuna, now that I think about it. Because okay. I like to make Yuna badass because I feel like everyone's like, oh, she's a white mage. <laughs> <laughs> white mages have gotten a bad rap for a long time. <laughs> undeserved. Oh Un- undeserved bad rap. Yeah. Oh, there's, do, there's one more thing I want to ask. Okay. How do you guys feel about, about the first Final Fantasy game? I, I've never played it. <laughs> Have you played it? I haven't played it, but I've seen parts of it on YouTube. What'd you think? It's like... I'm trying to think of what I want to say. It's not that I didn't like it. I actually <laughs> was very intrigued by it, and now there's one that we should go back and play for sure. Is that the one they remade? They've remade a bunch of them mm-hmm. on the DS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Like, I think 2, 3, and 4. Oh, okay. The version of 1 that I played was re-released for the PlayStation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think they also re-released 1 on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I have one of those laying around somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's somewhere. (laughs) Well, summary, the plot never becomes specific. Uh. It's like playing D&D version 1. It's like, there are four heroes of light. (laughs) like black mage thief warrior and white mage <laughs> okay that. yeah it is the single most frustrating game that i've ever played <laughs> i remember going into a dungeon where literally every step i would take i would get into a battle yep oh my god and i i managed to get myself to a point in the game where i could not continue oh you have to go to a uh a church to revive your characters you can't use a tent or an item or anything like that uh-huh, and i yeah. went to a continent that did not have one on a ship oh, that I did no. not control. Oh, sh- and then this dungeon. So, like, I, I just gave up. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's a good reason to rage quit. <laughs> and that game launched one of the strongest video game franchises of all time. Yeah. People had a higher tolerance back then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People were just really impressed by Nobu Uematsu. That's and right. And Hironobu Sakaguchi. They're just like, yeah, you guys are great. We'll give you a pass. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. Gold star. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. 
I think it's time to move on just a little bit. Okay. Let's move on to the verdict, which is our chance to wrap up any thoughts about Final Fantasy. Um, you know, whether you like it, whether you don't. Uh, I'd be very surprised if some people in this call decided that they didn't like it. But hey, that's not my call. Yeah, I, th- I think it Plot sucks. Twist. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, quote it. And... <laughs> so go it around. Whoever wants to go first. Uh, any concluding thoughts about Final Fantasy? I will go first. Go ahead. Go for it. Your show. All right. Keep saying that. <laughs> all right so as stated ff6 is one of my favorite games of all time the story is worthy of an hbo drama <laughs> on netflix hbo that would be amazing i would watch it dear square i already have some of it written <laughs> hey yeah it, it's an it's an incredible game i love it and i have very little experience outside i had ff7 i remember getting ff7 for the pc then discovering my PC was not good enough to play it. <laughs> and, and then when we did get a new computer, I spent that New Year... We got it for Christmas, and I spent that New Year's Eve finally being able to play FF7. And I really enjoyed it. For all the stick that I've given it in this episode, I, I enjoyed playing FF7. I've not played it all the way through. <laughs> I've not played any other Final Fantasy all the way through. I've played some of 5, I've played some of 4, I've played some of 7, I've played a little bit of 8. It was... A lot of culture shock in eight. And as I said, I played a couple of hallways of FF10. But <laughs> that being said, I don't know if I'm ever going to play all the games. Um, I can see playing one or two more through all the way. I, I'm, I'm interested in, in where the newer games have gone in my extended absence. And there's that familiarity, right? There's there's the through lines, the Moogles, the Jugabos, the Sids, you know, some of the music and, and some of the way the battle and stuff works. So... Uh, I'm going to simply say that I am in. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, I'm definitely a lifelong fan over here. (laughs) I really like, I know a lot of people are kind of like divided on this. They don't really like where Square is taking Final Fantasy, but I really love this like new rekindled thing that they're doing. I love 15 for reasons we've already discussed. Um, and I love Final Fantasy 14 and I hope they do things along those lines in the future. I don't even know <laughs> like what it is about Final Fantasy really when it comes down to it that just keeps me hooked, but I'd love to play all the games one day. That's like a goal for me. Um, I think for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, marriage con. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy will be at our wedding. It so. will, actually. Yeah, a lot of it, actually. Um, I think for me, like, especially if I'm a musician and a composer, and Final Fantasy musically has shaped the way I construct music and what I find to be effective about you know compositions and everything and so just just even that like i can look at any of my work and be like oh yeah that's definitely like where i got that idea from (laughs) for me it's just it's such a part of me and everything i do you know and i think for you too it's like you know the whole cosplay aspect and everything that's like a part of that's something that makes you i wouldn't have been a cosplayer if it wasn't for final fantasy so oh so I think, yeah, and I mean, honestly, a lot like the video game composing stuff, like 
the one one game I did is like very Final Fantasy ish in the music, yeah. and the game I'm I'm working on. I keep getting told by the developers like I'll write something. They're like, "This sounds too much like Final Fantasy," and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, whoops, back to the drawing board," you know. For me, it's what I do, and it's so ingrained as you know part of me. So, I want to actually ask all of you this: What would Final Fantasy have to do to fall out of favor for you? Could it do anything to fall out of favor? So end your answers with that. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, Glad I got man. mine in already. <laughs> uh, locked hey. in the vault. Okay. Well, maybe I'll follow up to that. Um, whether or not I acknowledge it, I definitely know more about Final Fantasy than I let on. I definitely know bits and pieces about the series that have progressed even beyond what I've played or, or firsthand observed. I couldn't tell you if I really liked or disliked the way that things were going because I frankly don't know enough about it. But given the number of games that I play, I'm certainly not opposed to trying more of them. To answer Dan's question, <laughs> I don't think there's anything that could pull me any more or less okay. in or out of favor because I'm not that far in. Sure, yeah. But given all the fun times I've seen people having playing Final Fantasy 15 and uh, enjoying that in contrast to uh, Final Hallway Simulator. <laughs> I'm using other people's words. I would probably, yeah, I would be interested in playing some more Final Nick, Fantasy. you're using other people's lies, okay? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Wow. One of the things that I was uh, I was saying I'll, I'll mention later in the episode is I'm pretty sure I picked up Final Fantasies like 1 through 10 in a Humble Bundle, probably. Because I haven't played most of those, especially like 7, 8, 9. You have to. Yeah, now I have to play at least some of them. <laughs> I have no excuse. I'm 20 hours into many other games. I can do this. So I'll have to give that a shot. So I would say I'm in. I'm definitely in for more Final Fantasy. I'll probably get around to 15. I don't know how I'm going to feel about like 20 hour tutorials. <laughs> but hey, I'll give it a shot. I feel like I am like... <laughs> to echo everything that uh, T and G have been saying, I'm definitely still interested in playing some of the newer games. I don't know if I'd go all the way to 15. I'm mostly just interested in playing 9 because it's supposed to be kind of like the old ones, but 3D. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and it's supposed to have like a really complex villain or a really interesting like story element oh, yeah. to it. I've just read a little bit about it here and there. But based on that, I feel like I can't say that I'm in because I'm really just interested in playing 9 and maybe like some of the spin-offs. I mean, I've got a bunch. For, I've got a bunch for the DS. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to play through those. But yeah, yeah. As far as doing something that could totally turn me away from it, like completely, not just like, make me say oh i don't want to play any more final fantasy games but like to make me say i i've never played a final fantasy game i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i don't know if they could do anything maybe i mean even if they made it well maybe if they made it kind of like a gal gun game and i think i'm getting the series name right it's a game where like you're going around shooting 
schoolgirls clothes off. <laughs> wow. What? If they did something like that, that's a good turn. That would probably turn me off of the series. Maybe not enough to say I don't know what you're talking about. I've never played any Final <laughs> Fantasy games. I'm crazy, but I would probably not, you know, idly look up news or anything like that every now and then. <laughs> yeah. I'm just even trying to imagine what that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess you could choose your main character and then a, all the other characters from all the other games would just kind of run around. And you'd use your charm gun or whatever it is to like shoot the clothes off. Right? I, you know what? I'm sure it probably unofficially exists somewhere. <laughs> I bet you it does. Well, Z is well on his way to becoming... <laughs> A very rich developer, I'm sure. That's right. Hey, Dan, we got a great, a great new yeah, business yeah. idea for yeah. you. We're looking for a composer. You can compose all the Final Fantasy sounding things you want. Good, good. <laughs> yep. Thank God. Yep. It just, it just everybody's going to wind up naked by the end of the game. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, Square Enix, please do that to us. I think that brings us to this week's spotlight. Uh, Z, mm-hmm. you had mentioned you have one, but I'm going to pre—I'm going to upstage you because Go it's our it. show. <laughs> now, this is a surprise spotlight. Okay, that's cool. Um, originally, I was going to list one particular thing, but I thought a little bit more about it during the show and came up with something slightly better. Uh, the spotlight for this week is Overclocked Remix, which you can find uh. at ocremix.org. Uh, and the thing that kind of sparked me into thinking about this is that they actually have a number of different fan-arranged, uh, fan-composed albums for the different Final Fantasy games. The one that I was looking at, uh, that I was going to mention to G later this episode, was they have one for Final Fantasy VI called Balance and Ruin, I believe, or Balance of Ruin. <laughs> I had it, and huh. then I removed it. But they were founded in 1999 uh, as a community dedicated to the appreciation and promotion of video game music as an art form. Its primary Dude. focus uh, is on the main website, which features thousands of free arrangements, information on game music and composers, resources for aspiring artists, and a thriving community of video game music fans. In 2016, OC Remix officially moved under the umbrella and sponsorship of Game Music Initiative, Inc., which is a 501c nonprofit charity. Oh. So, if you are so generous, you can check that out. But in general, ocremix.org, really cool site with lots of amazing music composed and arranged by fans. I'm pretty certain this is the site that I was talking to you about earlier, oh. and I couldn't remember the name of it. Uh-huh. That's crazy. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's pretty popular. I've definitely downloaded a whole crap load of albums from there. There's some Chrono Trigger albums that are great. Actually, if you can think of a game, they probably have a fan arrangement for it. Because huh. they've got... Let's see if I can pull this up on the air, because that's super important yeah. to <laughs> There are there are 120 uh, albums. Wow. Pretty cool. Just want to slide in here just slightly. Something I found when I was looking for some cool instrumental music to listen to. It is performed by the Royal Stockholm Philharmonic Orchestra from 2014 and is called Final Fantasy VI Born with a Gift of Magic and it is a symphonic poem of uh, a lot of the themes cool. in FF6 in about 20 minutes and is like Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Incredible. It was, it was really, really cool to listen to. That's very to. cool. I'm like, that's a Royal, that's a Philharmonic Orchestra. I'm playing repping FF6. I was yeah. super excited about that. Have you guys anyway, seen mm-hmm. the, any of the Distant World concerts or um, A New World? 
Not yet. No. Ah. When we found out about KuboCon, it's like, oh, maybe we should go. And it's like, oh, well, you know, there's this concert. And I'm like, that's one of the big draws that I would want to go to. And it was <laughs> it already is sold, sold out. out. Yep. Uh, oh. Uh, that's yeah. a shame. They're pretty amazing. Oh, well, here's a stealth plug because I remembered stealth this plug. for some reason. Yeah, stealth plug. KuboCon is selling tickets to the Toronto. They open up, I think, 10 o'clock on May 30th. So you can get in on that before anybody else, maybe, sort of. As soon as you hear this. If I've got the date wrong, yeah. you should just go to the KupaCon website because they know better than I do. I would, I would hope they do. I would hope they knew better. That's funny. Yeah. It's either that or the 21st. You should look it up. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> All right. Uh, Z, you mentioned you might have a real yeah. plug that is not just me coming up with things off the top of my Stuff plug. Ooh another quickie stealth plug uh this one's for final fantasy 5 four job fiesta it is a charity play along kind of thing it's been happening every year for the last i want to say three years pre-registration as the website fourjobfiesta.com will show you pre-registration starts in about 23 days and what it entails is you sign up via twitter and then they randomly assign you a set of jobs that you have to finish the game with. <laughs> oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, and there are different uh, modules and that sort of thing. If you donate, you can just select the jobs that you want, or you can just donate out of the goodness of your heart, because that can be a thing too sometimes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> charity for charity's sake. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And as it says on the website, 100% of donations go to Child's Play, which is a charity that provides hospitals and children's um, hospitals and children's hospitals with uh, video gaming gear. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> Kids need games. Mm-hmm. Hospitals need games. Yes. We got to start on those Final Fantasy yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Ben and Ari, where would you like people to find you on the internet? Where would you like people to find you, Ari? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> if you want people to find you on the internet, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am on Instagram at totally toasty Ari. You can follow me there for cosplay stuff. That's mainly where I post. I do have a Facebook page, but I don't really do too much on there. So yeah, can it's like probably it the best anyway. place to find me. Instagram. So Instagram. at totally toasty Ari. <laughs> I too am on Instagram. As at music on the D Lo. Uh, music on the D Lo, D L O. It's spelled D L O because my last name is Lopatka and there's no W in there. So it's D Lo. <laughs> so at, at music on the D Lo on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, but I do more on instagram and also my my youtube page my youtube page you have a youtube page yeah yeah she has a youtube page too but my <laughs> youtube page i have bass lessons and for various performances i even have for all of you final fantasy fans <gasps> uh the panel that i gave at magfest in its entirety <laughs> so the, the whole thing is on there so one of the first things, if you look up music on the DLO on YouTube or youtube.com slash music on the DLO, you'll find it. 
And if you head over to youtube.com slash the next cast, you can find the interview that T did with Dan <laughs> actually, after that. Time. You can actually find it on mine too. I have it I have it under on a playlist. I have it on Oh, there you go. It's on the Magfest. That's right. Don't, That's don't right. Even bother coming over to ours I, You know, I'm your one stop shop, okay? People just, just come see me. It may be their show, but we're the guests, so Come see us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> if you're at all curious about the podcast, Pathological, or the next cast, go to Music at the Dilo on Dilo first, <laughs> and he'll have the scoop. And then we'll have That's right. whatever crumbs he <laughs> Thank leaves you. left over. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is Pathological. You can find it where all good podcasts are heard. We'd love it if you could hit the subscribe button. You'll get a brand new episode in your inbox every single Friday and uh, leave a rating or review while you are there. As I mentioned, you can find us on YouTube at the next cast, as well as on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you have an idea for a fandom that you want to see us cover on the show, email us at Nick at the I have a question for you guys. Yes. Where do you guys get the, uh, when you have like the images for the various podcasts, where do you get the ones for the fandom? Like for near Sarah, it had the had the, had, the, had the face. I handle a lot of the graphic design work because we're all doing whatever we can. And for the most part, with the exception of every episode except for the near episode, so I'm going to disappoint you there. For every episode except for that episode, they come from a website called The Noun Project. Oh. And I either do my best to try to find something that's directly related to the fandom or I take other related concepts yeah. and combine them into something that is reminiscent of the fandom. <laughs> Sometimes it's really easy, like, I don't know, Zelda or uh, Mario or something like that. But sometimes it's really hard, like Nier, because they're not as, as popular. And so people haven't made icons for those particular cases. But sometimes you can get a bunch of things that approximate the concept. And people are like, oh, I kind of understand what this is about. Sure. No, I always think they look really good. That's why I, that's why I mentioned it. I'm just, I was just curious. Aww. Well, thank you. <laughs> SM Zelda Rules is also giving me some props <laughs> in the channel, so I feel good. I've loved them. I've always loved them, T. You should know. Yeah, seriously. I love it. Yeah, they're really, really cool. <laughs> and if you're out there in podcast land wondering what we're talking about right now, I mean, you can probably see it in the the uh, album art for this podcast, but you can also see a different one every week over at twitch.tv slash the next cast where you can watch us recording this podcast alive that's right live podcast recordings the way of the future the next cast will not be left behind anthropological will be there at twitch.tv slash the next cast and you can come in here and check us out while we are recording this thing sometimes we have lovely guests such as dan and ari i'm gesturing in a vague direction over here on my side. In this direction? Reasons. <laughs> uh, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, and, you know, sometimes it's just the three of us. Either way, though, it's always entertaining. It's always fun. You can always join us in the chat tonight, especially. Man, oh, man, the chat's been blowing up. But you can come and blow up our chat. Every <laughs> hold it together for just a little longer, see. Pretty much every Monday, usually around eight PM Eastern time. But it's always a good idea to check out that Twitter at the next cast just to make sure 
because schedules are very flexible. Maybe sometimes at the last minute. Yeah, this is. I feel like Z's throwing some serious shade. By the way, this is. No, no, I, I don't. I don't mean to throw shade in, in any directions or anything like that. No, it's okay. What did we say? Smash that follow button. <clears throat> yes, that's right. <laughs> if you're gonna smash that subscribe button for the podcast feed, oh my god, you'll smash this follow button on Twitch. <laughs> just get in there. And just I forgot about punch. that episode. You might be the last person that's able to follow because you've smashed it so hard. So you better make sure that you do. It. Yep, yep. Zoom in on your oh web browser. Just zoom all the way in so your screen is filled with this with the follow button, and just punch your screen. Best way to, to guarantee you've you followed us on twitch.tv slash the next cast. Oh my goodness. Z, you, you have so much work ahead of you for editing yeah, this, this episode. Yeah, this is a runaway, runaway bit. I'm going to rein it in. I'm going to say you can join us primarily to get in on that chat. Talk with us during the show. Ask questions. Interact with, with our guests, with us. Also, throw in some of your very own famous last words. Last words. Oh man, that's right. Uh, it's the part of the show where we come up with words for next episode before we've done any research for next week's episode. So, okay, that means Dan and Ari, you get to be a part of this as well. Next week, uh, we are interviewing, I believe it is a person, the feminist Fujoshi. She's going to be helping us to learn more about fans of Boys Love, uh, which is like a, uh, a kind of like uh, manga. So the question is, uh, what are your famous last words about fans of Boys Love? I just wish I knew some th- a little of what it was, but I guess I'll. I'll t- <laughs> you guys, you guys go first. I'll come up with something. <laughs> sure. Okay, it's yeah, your that's, show. That's totally reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> bring it a full circle. Bring it a full circle. Uh, <laughs> SM Zelda rules uh, clarifies, oh. uh, aka Yowie. Uh, yep. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, I feel like the terminology has moved away from Yaoi and into boys love, but I'm not an expert, so... We'll find out about that next Interesting. Week. I actually thought it was a distinct thing, like it was more platonic, or like at least not explicit. But I guess all Yaoi isn't explicit. Boy. Right, nonetheless, I'm going to throw down the words that I had before you made that shocking revelation, <laughs> SM Zelda rules. And I'm going to ask... Did this genre emerge simply because somebody saw these elements in other stories and was like, I can make a quick buck off of that? Or was it because a bunch of creators just wanted to express themselves through Yaoi or Boy's Love? All right. That's one down. Mm -hmm. The best part about this is like seeing the holes that people dig for themselves. It's great for the two of you because... You can you can say whatever you want, and we we just look it up. Yeah, you don't have to be accountable for anything that you ask. Yeah, we're just like Dan and Ari said this, and it's like cool. They're not <laughs> well, here. They're not here. They can say. Yeah, well, I mean, like, it's not like we have said some really stupid, cringeworthy, embarrassing things, and we have to like go on air okay. and eat our words. That is the the blessing and the curse of this segment. The beauty. <laughs> I would, I would yeah. want to know. Yeah, do you even know what Yaoi is? Okay, I've never seen Yaoi. The most I'm hip to Yaoi is that there was a paddle of some sort, and people at cons would hit people with this paddle, right? And 
which seemed just asinine to me, but apparently that's a thing that happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I got hit with one once. <laughs> see, Ari got hit with one. <laughs> apparently this runs rampant. But Not I, really anymore. Well, okay, so my question would be, is there a distinction between Yaoi and boys love? Is there a distinction there? And why has that terminology changed? Oh man, that's a really good one. I think that our expert is definitely going to be able to answer that. I hope so. <laughs> And <laughs> I, I won't, it won't matter because we're not here. You could join us in the chat and you could make more famous last words. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Just recording uh, SM Zelda rules on behalf of Raph uh, is asking, Hello, I'm five. What's Yowie? So I think we'll be able to get that out. <laughs> That's a direct quote. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. ELI five. Yeah. yeah. All right, I, I, I'm gonna. This is not like an intricate question, but I just want to know if there's like a golden standard, like this. This is like the best boys love anime or manga, or if it's more like the depictions change over time and it becomes something that people are are, are more attuned to or less attuned to, mm-hmm. or like if it's more like you're kind of living up to these past things, or if it's seen as getting better as time goes on. I say a lot of words between the points that I'm making. I want to know how much of it is sports. Ooh. I feel like in manga and anime, there's like different themes. They're like, this is high school. This is like sports. This is shonen. This is shoujo. I want to know how much of it is like based in like sports manga. I don't, I don't care if that's broad because I'm going to find out next episode. Ari. <laughs> I really like Love Live. That's kind of where my anime has stopped recently <laughs> um idol trash but where are the boy bands like i want boy idols are there those are there boy idols yeah <laughs> just in real life <laughs> okay <laughs> all right that is quite the collection of famous last words there's just like two or three things before we wrap up <laughs> one question to you dan and Ari. If we were to do another episode on a different fandom that you're really excited about, what would that fandom be? Bioshock. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Bioshock for sure. Yeah, I think I'd ha- I think I'd have to agree there. I think that out of the games I've played, like recently that I've felt really drawn to, it's either like Bioshock. Or, or the Sims. That would be an interesting one. That'd be very interesting. Ooh. Oh, what? hey! I, I like that. would be all over that. <laughs> that would actually be really interesting because, like, there, are, like, I've read stuff online and heard <laughs> stuff from Ari and her friends. Like the crazy <laughs> that people make their Sims do. Like that could be a whole episode right there. What's, <laughs> what's, what's... <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'll go with Bioshock. You can go with Sims. Okay. Diplomatic. Uh, okay. This time, I'm going to save face. The other thing <laughs> is, thank you, Dan and Ari, for joining us on the episode. I definitely didn't forget to do that this time. Thank you for having us. <laughs> thank, thank you. We really do appreciate having you on the show. It's great to have people who know a lot about Final Fantasy and also people <laughs> who are super passionate about that. I really like, with the two of you, that like there's slightly different focuses. Like, Ari, you're more focused on the cosplay side of things and Dan and the music. And that's like a really nice synthesis especially for something like final fantasy oh 
I was gonna do the same thing, and then you did it first. <laughs> Yay! Hearts, hearts all around. Oh my God, hearts. <laughs> There's your display picture for it. That's the thumbnail. Everybody giving hearts. <laughs> Positive message. That is it for this week's episode. Until next time. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>